Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com/wonder. Welcome back. We have a campaign bus fire, more mask orders, and a coin shortage. Of course we do. I'm Mike Morgan, and we are down in Alabama. It might be difficult to top that 2017 U.S. Senate campaign season in Alabama. That was the one with Luther Strange and Roy Moore and Doug Jones and decades-old hanky-panky accusations and alleged misinformation campaigns. I guess the 2020 campaign for that same seat can try to top it, though. For example, last night, one of this year's candidates' bus caught on fire. AL.com's Ashley Remkus reports that a bus for Tommy Tuberville's campaign caught on fire while it was traveling Interstate 59 into Cab County near the Georgia state line. Nobody was hurt, and the coach wasn't even on board, but the DeKalb County Sheriff's Office said it appears that the bus is a total loss. They just had maintenance done on the bus and were taking it for a test drive. Not the result they were looking for, but Tuberville campaign manager Paul Shashi stepped to the plate. Quote, Coach Tuberville's candidacy has obviously caught fire with voters. And our bus has too. Campaign managers should get paid by the pun, by the way. Tuberville faces Jeff Sessions in a GOP primary runoff on July 14th. The winner gets Democrat Doug Jones in this fall's general election. The city of Mobile has joined the Alabama areas that have made face coverings mandatory and look for Madison County to do the same thing soon in order to slow the spread of COVID-19. AL.com's John Sharp reports that the Mobile City Council passed an ordinance after two days of debate over the issue. The ordinance says you have to wear a mask or face covering publicly inside the Mobile City limits. There are exceptions for children 10 and under, people whose mental or physical health could suffer if they wore a mask, and people who are inside restaurants. The ordinance passed the council 6-1, to with the only no vote coming because the councilor said he didn't think the measure would be enforceable. AL.com's Paul Gaddis reports that a similar push is going on in Madison County. Huntsville Mayor Tommy Battle said face masks are coming there, but that he doesn't expect a measure to pass until next week. In the meantime, we're liable to see the mayors from Alabama's largest cities begin to lean on Governor Kay Ivey to go statewide with a mask order. Jefferson County, Selma, Montgomery, Tuscaloosa, and now Mobile all have mask ordinances in place. 
If you still pay with cash from time to time, in the near future, you might find yourself in a situation where the store wants you to use exact change. AL.com's Lita Gore reports that a national coin shortage is the reason why. I can't imagine that the national coin shortage is worse than my personal dollar shortage. But the year 2020 would be way too normal if we didn't have a national coin shortage to shake things up a little bit. According to the Federal Reserve, the coronavirus pandemic has affected the supply and circulation patterns for U.S. coin. It turns out when you tell people to stay home and pay with a debit card, cash and coins don't circulate with the same rhythm and balance as they usually do in the economy. So coin deposits from banks to the Fed are down, and the U.S. Mint's production is down for the same reason that many other businesses are. They've changed their operations to try to keep employees from giving each other COVID. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, how can I help my government out during this time? Well, you can take that jar or shoebox or five-gallon bucket full of coins and deposit it at the bank or cash it out at a coin counting machine. That'll get more nickels and dimes into circulation. One thing, though, make sure you hold on to some of it just in case you're asked to use exact change. Thank y'all for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, stop by and see us anytime you want to on the internet at al.com. 